What is going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Switch It Up Podcast, Season 4, Episode 2. My name is Tyler, joined, as always, by my co-host, Colby. Col- Colby, how-, how are you doing today? How-, how are you doing on this fine, sunny evening, it seems? Oh, the, the vibes are unmatched at the moment. <laughs> uh, we're, just, we're just hanging out, chilling. You know, uh, Pokemon Presents today, a lot of Nintendo news. It's been a while since we recorded an episode like this. The first one of the season, actually, but uh, yeah, I'm, just everything's great, man. <laughs> everything's great, as you said. It's a sunny evening. It's not too hot. We're just we're just hanging out, hanging out in the outside studio. Yeah, I was about to say. Do, do you want to describe your new studio to the audience? Is this going to be a long term thing, or is this going to be a, a one and done situation? Okay, so I'll I'll, I'll paint the picture. So long term listen, long time listeners of the show will understand. Uh, the, the Kia Sorento was a studio <laughs> for a while. That was when it wasn't 100 degrees every day. Then we started doing some bouncing around. I would change my background so Tyler wouldn't. I was recording from undisclosed location. Now, I think we finally. I think we finally hit the. It's it's all we've been working. You, you've achieved right now, like the in, Nirvana state of podcasting. Exactly. I, I have hit the pinnacle, <laughs> and we are recording live from the jacuzzi uh, outside on my on my back on my back on back porch door patio just hanging out yeah just hanging out uh talking to tyler about talk some games as i uh, sit back with the in the 100 degree water just hanging out <laughs> you are gonna can't turn on the jets because that would be a lot of editing and post true. but <laughs> you're gonna be so fucking wrinkly dude we're gonna be here for like upwards of two hours you are going to be so pruney after I will you get not, out of there. i'm not re- i'm not recording azure glean from the jacuzzi i might come out of prune yeah, you're like you're probably gonna stay in there after we're done recording you're you're never gonna I get might, out yeah i'll turn yeah i'll turn on i'll edit out here turn oh on the jets and just edit God. he's got his like phone and his computer and his microphone yeah, i'll take a selfie we'll put it on twitter all on right the, precari- so the precarious ledge if i was there i am super uh clumsy i would be dropping shit in that water for sure how are you doing, buddy? Enough about me. <laughs> uh, I am doing good. I feel like really tired, like more than I more than I've been used to over the past few uh, weeks. Uh, maybe that's because my internship is finally coming to a close. I'm only working twenty hours this week uh, for the final week. My team's holding a, like a goodbye t- thing for me tomorrow. Uh, so th- those guys. I mean, shout out to the to the java development team those guys are those guys are awesome i love them uh but uh yeah pokemon presents today uh <laughs> that was during my that was it started the exact time that team stand up started uh which is our daily meeting that i have with the java team uh every day that i work so i had it on like silent on my computer on my personal computer next to me so while i wasn't like talking while well, i had my mic muted and they were uh talking about something that didn't pertain to me i was like trying to split my attention between the two screens so uh but uh, but i did since go back and watch it i had some lengthy you live tweeted your jacuzzi selfie Jeez. i told you i would <laughs> dude that is risky you're having your computer is teetering basically off that ledge dude life is about living <laughs> and 
Okay. Uh, and no, back, no, back at no, season one, episode one, I remember telling the people my bucket list is to record live from a jacuzzi, and I, <laughs> I'm not going to be stopped now. The jacuzzi is here. It's just All not right. going to happen. We need, we need to we need to get onto news, or else we're never going to get off this jacuzzi train. Uh, Listen, that picture is as of way higher graphical quality than the Pokemon presents today. Well, we'll get into that. But let, let's start at the beginning, shall we? So let's do it. Pokemon presents. Uh, we'll go over some of the stuff that they talked about first before getting into the meat, Scarlet and Violet reveals, because this is a pretty meaty uh, presents for that game specifically. But they had the teaser of the century. They about halfway through the they presentation. did, <laughs> uh, which pertains, uh, which makes me very excited, which we'll get into in a second. But oh yeah, you're about you. You might be the only person happy shut, about that. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> so, first thing that was revealed was about the Pokemon World Championships, uh, the first in-person event that they've had in three years, uh, which is very exciting. Uh, they revealed, you know, details about, uh, that's going to be in London, uh, there's going to be, you know, Pokemon card game, uh, video game championships, but also, oh, and Pokemon tournament, uh, but they're also adding new, uh, ones, uh, to this year to be, uh, new events, so we have a Pokemon Go tournament, and we have a um, Pokemon Unite tournament. So the people who win those this year will be the first ever world champions uh, of those specific games. So, you know, just sort of spreading out the love to more of the other Pokemon uh, video games that are competitive in nature. So that's going to be cool. They also revealed for Pokemon Go specifically that the the Go Fests have been going on and they're doing more in-person events, which is great. Uh, they're bringing in Ultra Beast, so that's kind of the next thing. Uh they're bringing in it was like the like the the weird task force like alien guys from ultra sun and ultra moon is like a new uh, character from that same group is in pokemon go doing a little story with the professor so that was pretty cool uh, i don't play pokemon go much anymore but uh you know i'm glad to see them still supporting it I, it's a isn't shaman you can get you shaman can get shaman as well that was also uh kind of thrown in there with the ultra beasts as well so uh again Cool new stuff for Pokemon Go. It's a it's a game that deserves uh, to be continually supported, uh, just for the impact that it's had on society as a whole. So, for the three for the three month run it had in twenty sixteen, that's all that, that's all it needed, and it's still it's still huge. Like it, at least on my college campus, there is a huge Pokemon Go community. So, uh, I'm glad to see that they're still supporting that uh, very fervently. Uh, which is good. Uh, we got some Pokemon Cafe mix. Uh, Mewtwo. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Exactly. The hard hitting news. Uh, in all seriousness, I we you know we shouldn't be shitting on uh, Cafe mix because apparently I played like, Cafe mix for twenty minutes when I found out you couldn't use a controller. I'm like I've had enough of this. Yeah, I mean it. Seeing Mewtwo in like a barista outfit is definitely a little surreal. Uh, but you know they're adding apparent they're adding Mewtwo in. Uh, I think. By the wording that they had, it seemed like he was there before, uh, but uh, <laughs> he's the owner. He, I was about to say he's the he's the the stock. He's one of the stockholders exactly. uh, of the cafe. But he's back. You can get him on your roster. So that was that. And then we come to uh, teaser of the century's territory, where we see a silhouetted figure running up a snowy mountain uh, to meet a very familiar trainer in a red hat with a Pikachu at the top. Um, 
at first I, I i was losing my fucking mind because i was like okay this is obviously mount silver they never reference this battle unless it's like super important this is definitely let's go johto but i definitely did not see the silhouette when i saw red i was like okay that is the pokemon masters model of red so what the hell is going on here and i didn't notice until can't pull a fast one on you no I, i've played this game for way too long i know what the character models look like and red is like my most used unit so i'm like okay that is pokemon masters red uh and you know that then we went into pokemon masters uh stuff uh very little stuff i was i thought they would do something about like the hoenn event that's going on we're in the hoenn for a three-year anniversary yeah three-year anniversaries coming up and we're kind of in the midst of the hoenn villain arc uh uh, side tangent uh, this villain arc is definitely like kind of going back to why i love pokemon masters like team rocket is manipulating team magma and team aqua uh in their and and in this in this game archie and maxi have kyogre groudon and you know, it, it's there's this all these characters from different regions like getting together and and trying to help out. It's mostly focused on the on the Hoenn, of course, native trainers, but uh, of course, Team Rocket pulling the strings. Uh, the Johto admins like uh, Petrol uses his disguise sort of specialty to infiltrate the teams and to put ideas into their heads. Like it, it's so cool. I love I love when Pokemon Masters gets funky with like the generation crossing, but they're adding a new. Um, what's it they're adding a new uh i guess sort of feature to do you have it pulled up i can pull yeah it no it's called uh the trainer lodge uh not too much is known about it yet except that uh what's it sycamore professor sycamore n and rosa are going to be three of the first trainers and there's going to be six additional ones i believe it was said in a what a trio a tweet yeah i was gonna say strange trio but this has me thinking like okay this is going to be like um like a support sort of system almost like some sort of affection system or you know just more story personal stories type sort of thing uh kind of a la what genshin impact did with some of their like uh you know side stories with specific characters uh and then you sort of have different endings i don't know if they'll go that deep but uh that's the general vibe i got uh again not a whole lot of details they in a dev letter that sent out a little while before this presentation, they alluded to this feature coming, but we still don't know exactly what it is going to be exactly, but still exciting. And uh, that was it for uh, Masters. But upon revisiting the silhouetted figure going up to Mount Silver, that is not Ethan. Uh, that is unmistakably Ash Ketchum running up Mount Silver to meet Red. Um which is nuts because we might get ash versus red story event which is that's never crazy no way uh we did just get like this is like journeys ash like the most recent version of ash he's got his full like team like gengar surfetched is that gen 8 this is like gen 8 ash this is the ash that's in the champions cup beating the shit out of steven uh he's got his surfetch gengar dracovish dragonite pikachu lucario that's his team maxed out team honestly fucking baller team uh but yeah and then red has pikachu in this trailer which is he's not paired up with his pikachu in any of his sync pairs he's paired up with charizard and snorlax so, so is that gold silver red then? uh it, he's in the same outfit he is in like with snorlax so i don't think it's going to be an alt uh the general consensus is that either ash and pikachu is going to be a free unit 
or red and Pikachu is going to be an, a free unit, and then the other is going to be like a scoutable unit that you'd have to like you know uh, RNG your way to get. So, you know, we already have Jesse and James in the game. Uh, I'm thinking that Ash will probably be the scoutable one, and then maybe Red and Pikachu will be like a free unit that everybody can get. Um, but I mean that like that just the battle of this the Pokemon battle of the century is going down in this funny little phone game. So <laughs> yeah, true. Uh, they're locking all they're all locking all the juicy lore behind a mobile. Hey, game. you gotta love that. They have kind of strayed away from lore in the past. Like they literally gave Cynthia Garatina, and they never addressed how she got it. I love that. Like, even, like, the Johto protags, when they got, like, Chris and Suicune and Lyra and Celebi, uh, I got both of those. And in their synced stories, they kind of allude to, like, when they first met these Pokemon, why they bonded with them. But with Cynthia, it's like, oh, yeah, he's here. I have him. I like myths. I it's have, like I have I have the demon. It's like, there. I know, Cynthia. Can you please tell me how the fuck you have Giratina, please? Uh, but, yeah. Pokemon Masters, everybody. It's a good game. Uh but then after that, still is it? Yes, it yes it is. I wouldn't, <laughs> I wouldn't have. That game's about as long. That, that game that game's lived about as long as this podcast has. I wouldn't have sold my soul to this game. It, honestly, it's true. We, I did start playing it around the same time we did the pod, 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 the, the podcast. That's all, folks. I believe that was it for the announcements pre Scarlet Violet, right? Uh, yeah, because, like, the last ten minutes is all Scarlet and Violet, I'm pretty sure. Yes, so we got a new trailer for Scarlet and Violet. This is the big moment. Um, <laughs> Sorry for all of you out there sipping on the, uh, you know, inhaling the copium like I was for a Pokemon Mystery Dungeon uh, reveal. It did not happen. Uh, I, I, it was me. I was doing it. I was, in, I was on the treadmill inhaling the copium, and it just didn't happen. Yeah, I, I was talking with a friend of mine on, on Discord. It's like, there's no way this is fucking happening, but, like, please... Um, but yeah, Scarlet and Violet trailer came out and it revealed a lot. We won't go by, we won't go through the trailer beat by beat because they did that on the, like in the presents directly after. So basically, yeah. Uh, let me pull up the, uh, just some highlights from it. Yeah. The highlights. I was actually, uh, I was taking my brother's voice acting in this game. No, there is not voice acting. They specifically said like the voiceover in this trailer is not in the actual game. Basically saying, of course not. Of course we're not. Gonna, of course we're not going to add fucking voice acting. That old man was giving a hell of a speech. Yeah, no, he. Th- there is not going to be voice acting in this game. If there, if there was, they wouldn't have said like the voiceover in this trailer is not actually in the final game. We're not going to do voice acting. We're fucking game freak. We don't need to do that. Fuck you. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you can read text boxes. We can make a singing gym leader and not have him fucking sing. Now take these nine languages and get the fuck out. <laughs> <laughs> like, bro, you did it in Masters, and it's good. You can do it. Whatever. Th- that was a whole rant I had in, the dis- in our Discord. What, what, anyway. what happens first? Link gets a voice or Pokemon voice acting? Oh, absolutely. Link gets Link says a word before Pokemon gets voice <laughs> acting. Not a fucking chance. You think but, that's the heavy favorite? Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Like, Breath of the Wild 2. I think he will speak in Breath of the Wild 2 anyway. So like After, P- after Piers didn't mutter a syllable. <laughs> no. <laughs> I-, I was like, yeah, this is never happening. But anyway, so Scarlet and Violet, they revealed a lot of a lot of new things. So we'll just kind of no particular order. We'll go through them. So we got some new Pokemon. Uh, we got, I believe, three in particular. We got uh, Satitan, who is this big like ice whale with legs and like these giant tusks. He looks pretty cool. It's weird that his color scheme is literally just 
all white with like one like purple like with the purple eyelids i like it it fits you know i like it i i think it's really cool a lot of people have some mixed opinions on him but i think he's really neat um i wonder if he is evolved from anything or if he's like a lapras where it's like it's just him but uh, i would imagine i think it's like a, it's probably a two-stage evolution if i had to get mm, of course of course. all right after after our whale friend we had fido literally oh called God. the puppy pokemon this, po- this pokemon has smooth moist skin with elastic qualities they intimidate their opponents by puffing up their bodies to appear bigger uh game freak's newest goodest boy is yeah fido. <laughs> when i saw them reveal uh the pokemon that that pokemon specifically i had captions on because i was listening without the sound uh and it just said f-i-d-o i was like that's the name of the po and then it was dough as in like bread dough yeah that was in okay well that's a fan favorite obviously already 100 percent uh you know lechonk and we have gotten lechonk oh and now we God, got Le- smoliv and fido like this is the game freak is never dropping the ball with with pokemon designs like uh, yeah i, m- I so might good. have my team after like route one if you can catch them it's <laughs> right well but then Colby, it all depends think- it all depends on when we get to meet our last new pokemon yes which isn't yes. really a new pokemon but you know i mean new forms of pokemon are basically new pokemon like they get new stats and everything like they're basically new pokemon new types yeah i guess but you know the game freak must be avid listeners of the pod because they it's from the beginning i've i've had my doubts about buying this game and <laughs> god damn it they, they pulled a fast one they they pulled the heavy hitter out just for I, you. I feel like well, we've we forgot the name of the region is the, the paldea region uh the paldea region yeah the paldea region well with the paldea region comes Paldian Wooper. Wooper. The poison fish Pokemon. Paldian Wooper lived underwater in ancient times but began living on land after struggling for territory. They move slowly and protect themselves by shooting powerful poisonous liquid from their gills. Ancient it's, times. Holy it's shit. It is Whoop. Uh, shout, it, shout out Wooper <laughs> in the discords. I'm pretty sure she took this news pretty hard. Knowing that Jota Wooper was no longer the sole. I mean, existence. she... You know what? She what? She's in our Pokemon Discord as well, and she, <laughs> yeah, and she, uh, she said during the reel, she's like, just want to make clear, Wooper's Pokemon Pokedex entries have always said that it coated its body in poison liquid. Paldean Wooper is not special. <laughs> and I said, oh, well, obviously Paldean and Wooper are just out for blood. They're done fucking around. And she's like, you fool, Wooper's always out for blood. <laughs> so I, put, I I made a meme of the you know the the meme of the lady yelling at the cat. Yes. I put I put Wooper's like Twitter profile picture on like, the lady <laughs> yelling, and then just the cat's just the Paulding Wooper's face. Yeah, I mean Great. it's cool that they have like the the crossbones, like the poison symbol, like the skull with the crossbones. Uh, you know that's a cool design. Uh, the meme of uh, Pooper uh, has been going around because he is brown and he's poisonous water. Uh, so is now it, we is it fucking. Um, normal Wooper poison water, or is he just water? No, he's just water. And then water ground is Quagsire, right? And then water ground, he... I don't know if Wooper is poison, is water ground, or just water. Well, but it all depends on Quagsire. How do, it how all depends on Quag, like, all what the, the hell? We've seen the sun, now we need to see the daddy. Yeah, so, Poopsire coming down the pipeline, hopefully. Fuck you. <laughs> Quag shit, if you will. Fuck you. Uh, <laughs> Quag shit. We're moving on, what was next? <laughs> Yes, we're moving on. So, they also revealed uh, 
a bit about the story of the game. Uh, oh, hell, not too much. Yeah. Uh, they revealed some new characters. Uh, they revealed that you your character enrolls in like a Pokemon Academy, which we kind of got from the school uniform like uh, attire of the of the protagonists. Pokemon two houses. The Pokemon two houses. Uh, <laughs> they they revealed some new characters. Some of your classmates. Uh, your rival was reintroduced, Nimona. Uh, your I think Jaquez is his name, Mr. Jaquez. Or yeah. is the uh, your homeroom teacher teaching like Pokemon biology, uh, and then the academy uh, leader, uh, who is probably the villain, if it's I had to guess. Uh, not a. I wish. I wish that. I wish they oh, just put Claude like oh Claude von Regan in Pokemon. Oh my god, be great! They just need to cross him over. Hold a grudge if you must, kid. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I forget Who's the. I forget the name of the um, the academy leader, but... The villain, th- you think? Probably. They did not say a lick about the villainous team, by the way, so... You know, that that's a little interesting. Team but... Scream? <laughs> After Team Yell, I don't think they'll do that. But They might. They might. <laughs> I'm going the other way. They might. I think that's what they're going to do. Right, but... Uh, some people think it's the professors, uh, just because they are uh, <laughs> suspiciously hot. So, like, obviously that brings up some suspicion. Rose and, yeah, it's all lining up. Yeah, but uh, regardless, uh, it was they also revealed the Ice-type gym leader, who everyone thought was a girl, but it's actually a guy. Uh, and, yeah, so they revealed that you can challenge the gyms in any order that you would That's like. That's sick. Um, now, the thing is, based on what they said on the website the gym leaders do not scale to your level. So the gym leaders are set levels still. So, so, there's, so there is, quote-unquote, a canonical way to challenge them, but you don't have to follow it. Oh, yeah, like... Li- the, I, should, I should say a linear way. To yeah, there might them. be, like, tiers. Like, some... some Like, a lower-tier gym leaders might be around the same level, and then it jumps up a few to, like, the next two or three, and then it goes up and up and up. But it says, like, you can deliberately go out and fight a stronger gym leader that is how we know that it's or that's how it is worded that it's not like scale scaling with you so you can deliberately go out and challenge a stronger gym leader or you know just kind of go in whatever town go to a gym in whatever town you find yourself in so it looks like you will not be restricted based on badges uh to different things possibly that's just speculation kind of takes care of the difficulty problem which is nice yeah yeah because you know you can you're freed uh, a very big emphasis on this game is to make your own adventure like make your own path through this world that we're giving you which i think is the best is the right way to go 100%. so again a lot of wording is still vague but that is the general gist they also said that there are two other storylines that are not the gym challenge that you can go through that in are, this game like, like main stories seemingly yes Seem- seeing as how they're comparing it to the gym challenge uh, no details on the story are given, but I think the general gist is like when they were talking about it, it's like which one will you do first? Would like will you weave them together? So it looks like there are three like storylines in this game that you can do in whatever order you want. Uh, not necessarily you don't have to complete one fully to go on to the next one. So that's something I didn't expect to hear. That's pretty cool. I like that. Yeah. I mean, this game seems to be pretty heavily built off of what Arceus introduced which 
Arceus was a lot more world building and exploration than prior mainline games. So I yeah, that's a, it's a it's a unique way to push player exploration. I like that. It's new to Pokemon. Yeah, I someone in the Discord was like, "Oh yeah, Arceus was just like a glorified tech demo for this game." Obviously, I'm like, "Dude, shut! What the fuck are you talking about? Arceus is good." About Breath, someone said that about Breath of the Wild, and like Google Maps their address. So I, I guess, <laughs> you, yeah. you just dox them immediately. Oh yeah, immediately. Uh, but yeah, I mean. I it does seem like that is building off what Arceus does, and I mean Arceus is a fantastic game, so I'm glad they're doing that. Um, sh- shut up. Uh, <laughs> but after that, uh, let's see what else did I want to go on from there. Uh, we got the the reveal of the name of the region, Paldea, which we just said, um, and uh, everyone and their mom was right about the legendaries being motorcycles because. It was revealed that they are your mounts. They are your... Do you get them right at the start of the game? It seems like you get them at the start of the game. Oh my god, that's... I'm sorry. I know they're trying to go for new things. That's fucking dumb. Now, now, hang on. So... No. No? (laughs) You will hang on. (laughs) It will be done. Um, So, I don't think the legendary is going to be... In your like, you're not going to be able to battle with the legendary. It is just for traversal, I think. How um, does that? How are they going to make that make sense? I was about to say, like, first of all, there's this like treasure hunt that apparently, like, that's your independent study uh, at this school, uh, and some of your classmates are are also in on this. But like, if you have a legend, if you're if the protagonist has a legendary Pokemon that they're allowed to traverse the region with, does that not give them a major fucking advantage in this treasure hunt? Yeah, there's clearly there's a class, there's a clearly there's a teacher's bet. Yeah, like, is our, are our parents, like, the fucking champion, and this is our inheritance, is the legendary motorcycle Pokemon? <laughs> it's not, it's not a terrible way to explain it. Yeah, so... I wouldn't, I, I wouldn't mind getting away from the single mom storyline and just have our parent be a kick-ass Pokemon trainer. That'd be cool. Yeah, I, I mean, that'd be pretty sick. It, like, they're the champion, or, like, they're a retired champion. So cool. Um, yeah, that's, but, yeah, it seems like you somewhere. get them early on because you can ride... They, they can go on water, on land, they can climb, they can glide because they have these, like, wing sort of things on their heads. So they're basically an HM slave, is what I'm hearing. They're basically like the paraglider and master cycle combined. It is what it looks like. I'm sorry, that's dumb. I think that's dumb. That takes all these. What's at the end of the game then? You just beat the fucking team, like Team Yelp, and it's over. (laughs) Yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, I like the fact that they are mountable. I like. I like the concept of. I'm just wondering, like, what is. I like we'll that be too, waiting. but I don't, I, don't, I don't like getting that in freaking Twin Leaf Town. I, I yeah. want to get that at the, you know, Victory Road or something like that. Yeah, I'm I'm wondering how they'll do it. I, the excitement of wanting to, like, explore this region and, like, ride around on a fucking motorcycle Pokemon is definitely blinding me to those aspects. So I'm oh, willing to just kind of give it a try. You just want to pop wheelies on Route 1 and just kick I do want to pop wheelies on Route 1. But I, I do wonder, like, what is the excuse of not using this Pokemon in battle? How do you come across Coridon or Maridon? Uh, he's just a Harley Davidson. We just buy, you just buy him at the Davidson. shop. He's not even a legendary. He's just, you That's just buy him at the shop. Yeah, we're, we're going to throw him out of the Pokemon and have a gender. Where should be like, um, <laughs> for, uh, They did show us their, like, form change, which, like, 
why does so Maridon is the tech is the techie one Coridon is like the tribal like past themed one why does Coridon have these flesh wheels when he doesn't even use them in his bike form Wasn't like he, he just crawls yeah he was just crawling on his legs he had the wheels though like they were formed and like they they were morphed out to look like wheels but they they're never used it's like an airplane when they pull the wheels up when they're about to fly that's what happens you just <laughs> Yeah, but except the wheel, except it's like the wheels are down the whole time. Like it's like okay, you have the wheels there, but you're just using your hands and legs anyway. I, I dude, I they created Fido, and they're like, we've outdone ourselves. We can mail it in the rest. Yeah, we're done. <laughs> we're done here. Miraidon looks super cool. Miraidon has to be like man-made for sure. Like I, there's no other way. He literally has pixelated eyes. So you think Miraidon's gonna be like a fossil, and the other one's gonna be like? hand built i guess cool. like Coridon would be a fossil and then Maridon would be like man-made that would fit with like the past present or past future theme but i just think Maridon looks cooler like he has wheels that actually like energy wheels that actually spin and it's super cool were you team violet or team you were team scarlet weren't you i was team violet oh so are you still you're now you're definitely team violet yeah i i just want to know the lore behind this fucking man-made bike monster like that that's what i want to know I still don't know, man. Like I, this game, I don't think this trailer did a great job on selling anyone who was fifty-fifty. To be honest, I, that's what I, I kind of got the same vibe from that from the people in our Pokemon Club Discord. Like a lot of them are like, "This is the most mad I've ever felt about a Pokemon game," and I don't know. I'm I'm, pers- I'm personally pretty excited. I think it looks neat. They're, okay, so they're taking new swings, which is nice. Yes. Now, obviously, not all of them are gonna land. But I feel like they, they still have the same problems that they've had for years. Like, the game doesn't look... Presentably, it does not look good. Yeah, yeah. In, in their own really tweets, bad. like, they, they put a close-up of Wooper and the grass. Yeah, it, the dude, graphics... I saw that, and I, like, oh, my God, I had to close the Discord. Like, they're not, they don't even care anymore. They're putting that out on their social media. Like, that's getting thousands of retweets and likes. Like, they don't even give a shit anymore. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to hop on Twitter, and the PNG tree is going to be the profile picture for the account. And, and again, I really... <laughs> I don't, again, I don't mind about graphics. And, and so it's on, a weird, I know, it's a weird line to walk, but like the character designs are on point, the Pokemon designs are on point, the movement looks fun. It's just that the world, or at least the, like the textures just look bad again. It's like, come on, guys. I, I know, but like when you, build a, when you build a Pokemon game around the theme of exploration, you want to be looking at nice things. Now, this is true. We're not, we're not looking at nice things. I mean, again, I don't know. It's a weird line to walk because you can't say you don't care about graphics because that's what gets you to this problem in the, the first, first place. Yeah, because that's what get If enough people say, oh, we, you know, graphics aren't important, then they're not going to focus on them, which I guess is, you know, that's sort of a sort of a fair point that's sort of a fair action to take you know if your consumers are saying that and you know a lot of influencers say like don't worry about the graphics like that's not what you play a game for which again like if the game plays like arceus arceus's graphics are not good like the environmental graphics are very not good and choppy and pixelated but the character designs are good the gameplay is fun and I think it's an eight, like an eight or like an eight out of ten game, despite the graphical thing. I think the the art style that they put in is deliberate enough to sort of cover that up, or at the very least, make it not as jarring. You know, 
Yeah. But for this, you know, for Pokemon games where it's that disconnect where you have such high quality like models of Pokemon and entities and, you know, uh, people and characters, and then you have them juxtapose as they're standing on this flat expanse of blurry green floor that's supposed to be grass. And that is where the thing, that is where the problems arise when there is that disconnect of quality between t- the two different sort of graphical things of of certain assets of the game, I think. So, you know, if the game is fun, that's what matters. But it does leave a bad taste in people's eyes uh, when <laughs> that was that was a sentence. It's a sore sight. Yeah, it, it's a sore sight when that happens, and it turns people off, and it just makes people want to not play the game sometimes. Uh, but, like, you know, I had the same... I hear the same conversation about, like, between Monster Hunter World and Monster Hunter Rise. You know, World is borderline lifelike. Like, that game is so good-looking. It's insane that it ran on, like, original Xbox One hardware. And Rise, being on the Switch does not look as good but the graphics do not take away from the fact that in my opinion rise has with the gameplay is so much more fluid than world and it has its own flair you, you can't so much focus on the graphics as much as like the style as a whole that's what i'm saying like don't focus on specific assets focus on as if is the art style deliberate it, it does everything flow together and so far even though I think this ver- like the the look of this game does look a little worse than like graphically the other early looks that we've had at the game in previous trailers, I still think it looks like the style is still there. The Pokemon style is still the, uh, I agree serviceable. I agree. So it I am always going to give them the benefit of the doubt until the game comes out because I just love Pokemon so much. It's a gameplay style that clicks with me. And hey, probably (laughs) yes. It's okay. Like, but again, like I, I've been with the series for so long that I feel like I know I'm confident in my ability to criticize what needs criticizing, and to give, you know, reasonable uh, credit where it's due. You know. Yeah, but you're you're also painting light on something that's a fair criticism. Like I'm looking at a screenshot right now from 1303 in the video jesus like no yeah there there are things that look bad but again at least for me i don't think that's going to ruin the game i know i don't but it is something that warrants criticism like they with pokemon being in the position that it is it shouldn't have this room to be lazy you know to cut corners uh and we'll never know what's going on in development we'll never know what it's like behind the curtain as consumers, I know they're not doing. adding voice acting. <laughs> yeah, they're not adding voice acting. They're not making it graphically upgrade upgrades. Let's go. Still is by far the best looking game for Pokemon. That's true. Yes. Which kind of a problem at this point. Yeah, but again, this we could be talking for hours about this, and we will probably talk about this in every single new Pokemon game that comes out, and definitely in our review of this game when it eventually uh, does hit the shelves. But all I'm saying is, I think the graphical quality is is kind of a little embarrassing. 
uh, especially when they are putting it out on their tweets all over as if we cannot see it. Uh, but from the gameplay looks, like the Pokemon, like the textures on the Pokemon, like on, like you can see scales on some Pokemon, and like Pinaco has like imperfections in its sort of, uh, uh, its protrusions from its mm-hmm. body when you see it hanging from the tree, like. And, and admittedly, like, moves have come off a long way in yeah, since yeah. Let's Go. Like stuff like that has gotten better. And like Arcanine looked for some reason, Arcanine looked really good in this trailer. It's, it's weird. They're like, let's deck out this Pokemon, and then other ones are just like, yeah, throw yeah. a coat of paint on it. But again, like the effort is obviously being put in. You know, like if if it was all bad, I would say it's all bad. But I think I think it's a a re. I think we can sidestep this issue of graphics for now. Like I think you know it. Sword and Shield, uh, you know, that debate's going to go on until the end of time. And we obviously think that, you know, the game looks good, except for, the like, the wild areas look horrible. First crack at it, but they look horrible. So it's not going to be all good. It's not going to be all bad. But for now, I think it's going to be serviceable with what we've seen. Uh, Maybe that's the optimist in me. And that's all it needs to be. That's all it needs to be. Uh, Especially if they're taking all these good gameplay changes and story changes and structural changes... I'm okay with it because I think it still looks good as an overall package when factoring in everything else, you know? Mm-hmm. So, moving on from that whole conversation, they revealed the new gimmick of this game because every Pokemon game needs one. Um, what was it called? What was it? It was um, Gigamax. Terastalizing? Terast- Gigamax was eight? Was uh, Giga- uh, Dynamax and Gigantamax was eight, yes. Okay. Tyler, what was this one? So the gimmick for this one for for Scarlet and Violet is bedazzle. a mechanic. It's a, it's bedazzling your Pokemon. Uh, it's a it's called terras terastalizing, I think. Something like that. Uh, I'm looking it up because we're going to be saying it a lot a more. Terastralize. Okay. That's right. Yeah. There we go. Terras terastralize. Okay. That's not a tongue twister at all. No. Uh, Okay, so yeah, you can terrestrialize your Pokemon. What the hell does that mean? Let me tell you. Uh, so great question, kid. Sit down. <laughs> imagine, so you know Pokemon natures, right? Yep. Uh, there's a list of natures that a Pokemon can have, and any Pokemon can have any nature, and it's randomly assigned to them uh, when you encounter them in the wild. Um, so imagine that concept, but with a hidden typing, right? So every Pokemon, if you encounter them in a wild, obviously has their set type. You know, Pikachu is always going to be electric. But imagine that you encounter them and they have sort of a a hidden type. So you can encounter a Pikachu that's electric type, of course, but has a hidden water type. And then the next Pokemon, the next Pikachu you encounter could have a hidden normal type. So that is kind of this mechanic. They're called Terra types. And any Pokemon that is native to the uh paldea region has this hidden type within them so pikachu is a bad example how so oh no 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 sorry any like any pokemon in the regional decks okay so like yeah pikachu is in this game the pikachu in this region have this you know have this hidden type makes sense so it's not just pokemon that are introduced to this generation it's any pokemon you find in the in this region as long as so, they're in the regional decks, they're fair game. Uh, supposedly, yes. As long as you can obtain them in this in Scarlet and Violet, 
they will have this ability, have this hidden type. So basically, you you can draw out this hidden typing through a, a process called terrestrializing, uh, where you have like this. Uh, it's apparently like an orb or like a Terra orb. It's called where you charge it up with uh, energy, and when you terrestrialize a Pokemon, that energy is expended, and you need to charge it up again. Uh, so this is this is like a mega evolution. It's a one Pokemon per battle type of thing. So once you terrestrialize one Pokemon, you can't do it to any of your other team of six. Um, but by terrestrializing a Pokemon, you change its type to its hidden type. So so all you, Pokemon have a hidden type. Yes, uh, and so like you that. change a P. You change Pikachu's normal ele- like electric type to uh, a water type, for example. If water is its hidden ability, if, if water is its hidden type, uh, it's t- it's Terra type, if you will. Uh, and the visual of this is that the Pokemon sort of the Pokemon's body becomes sort of like crystalline. Yeah, uh, it, it looks a it little. Looks, it, it was something. It looks like the Pokemon is like a crystal sculpture of itself, essentially. Like its body, yeah. its body becomes crystalline and. They sort of have this unique elemental headpiece that comes off of them, uh, and there's a different one for each type. So the fire type one is like a, a crystal candelabra uh, appears on on the Pokemon, and the water type is this like crystal spout of water, and the grass type is this sort of bouquet of like swirling flowers that appears above their head. So, can you determine a hidden type before you catch it, or no? That is undetermined. At the moment, but any Pokemon, any Pokemon can seemingly have any type as their Terra type. So any of the eighteen types could be uh, a Wild Pikachu's Terra type. But apparently, there are ones that are more rare because raid battles are back. Uh, instead of Dynamax raid battles, oh, they God, are there are t- <laughs> Terrestrial Pokemon uh, raid battles where you fight a terrestrial Pokemon seemingly with a rarer type, uh, a rarer Terra type. So in the, they saw it was like a Gardevoir with like a water type uh, was like one of the raid battles. Um, and seemingly the raid battles will work a bit different. Seeming, the wording again is vague, but from what I got, you can kind of do your actions without having to wait for your other, tr- for like your other teammates to do it. That's huge. So that's, huge. That, that's I don't know exactly how that's going to work. The visuals weren't weren't super specific, but from the wording, it seems like you will be able to act with your Pokemon without having to wait for the other team to do stuff, which is really, really good. Because Dynamax adventures and raid battles were so time-consuming precisely because of the waiting mechanic. You know, it was a slog after some time. But this could be much better so i'm hoping fingers crossed that that is what they meant by that but this changes competitive in a big way um, i was about to say this, this is big for you th- this changes competitive in a big way uh, most of the discord people uh in pokemon in our pokemon society or at least a good por- portion of them are competitive battlers so they were just speculating to hell and back on how this type change mechanic works and for things like like if Shedinja's in this game, that's crazy, because you can do like electric Shedinja with like a, a um, an air balloon, and they just won't be. No one will be able to hit you unless you have like a status 
or whether. So we don't know if Shedinja's in the game, but you that is just, uh, you guys are in the lab just crackpotting. Uh, yeah, OP fall, builds. Th- we can't take credit for that. Wolfie Glick, uh, you know, former Pokemon World Champion, uh, put that out on his Twitter. Follow him for some crazy speculation. Uh, but like, how is this gonna do like Zoroark play? Because we know, uh, um, at, at the very least, we know Hisuian Zoroark is in this game. So, like, how is that gonna affect like Illusion Pokemon? You know, like you could you could fuck with your opponent's head so much if you stay in the Illusion while you terrestrialize your Zoroark. I, I, I'm not battling you. <laughs> I, I know. And like I, I brought up like oh now every now does every competitive Pokemon is gonna run four coverage moves because they're not they're gonna need super effective stab. Um, I believe that if it's does a dwi- stab apply if you change abilities. Uh, I believe you get triple stab. Uh, oh my well, god. Well, maybe the- not because here's the thing. Um, for dual type Pokemon, I think it changes the just the primary type. So Pelipper, for example, is a water flying type. Changes water. If no, if it like a if it had a hidden electric typing, right, and you terrestrialize it, it would become electric flying. That's why I meant. Yeah, changes water. Changes the first. The yeah, cha- sorry. Yes, yes, yes. Changes the water typing. I don't think it changes like the dual type to like a mono, whatever your hidden type is. No. So it, it changes keeps the first of the two typings. I believe that is correct. Uh, again, not too much information on that, but I believe that is how it was said on the website. Um, but. You can also terrestrialize Pokemon to their own type. So if you have a Pikachu that terrestrializes to electric type, you can do that. And that basically makes your Pokemon like a nuclear bomb in their own type, you know? Like, I would yeah. Like the stab boost from an electric type move is increased even more from if you terrestrialize as an electric type. Uh, but also, again, you can terrestrialize, like, a, a swamper, you know, water ground into, say, an ice type to increase the damage of their ice beams, for example. Uh, and, you know, their ice moves will then get stab, uh, instead of, uh, I would presume their water moves. Uh, I'm not sure if stab stays on, like, I'm not sure if stab stays on the moves that are replaced so that... Swampert would have stab on water, ground, and ice. Uh, I'm not sure. But that's something for the lab goons to, to figure out when the game comes out. I'm going to get a ground flying Quagsire. Uh, I really hope... <laughs> I really hope Chandelure is in this game so I can terrestrialize it to fire type and give it more candles <laughs> on its oh, head. Be, oh, yeah, that'd be great. That'd be really it has funny. Like, it has, like, Yankee on them. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but... I do wonder how shinies will look when terrestrialized. I wonder if they have any special effect. That'd be really cool. But, yeah, that's the main gimmick for this game, is changing Pokemon types, uh, which is really interesting. Uh, I know you're not, like, a competitive battler, but like, do you think that would change, like, your regular playthrough team strategies oh, at all? 100%. Absolutely, <laughs> I, I I just think the creative liberty is so much more open now with mm-hmm. like building teams because now you don't really need to worry about like oh I have two fire types and I don't have a water type you can kind of just bank on it being a being an, have an extra typing and just switching it like mid battle which is huge I think now 
I do like they're capping it at one per battle. Like that makes a lot of sense. But yeah, I mean, I think I think just catching <laughs> catching a hundred Pikachu's to get different typings would be that'd be pretty cool. Because I'm assuming that the like Pikachu isn't limited to just like water. I'm assuming you can have multiple. Of we had a our, we had a discussion, very civil discussion, of course, uh, about that in our Discord. <laughs> Uh, about like, whether or is, not is, is one Pokemon set to one yeah or, Terra type yeah yeah because or if one Pokemon is only set to like five possible Terra types out of the eighteen uh, from the I wording don't think so yeah from the wording again vague but from the wording it seemed like oh you know there are eighteen types so there are countless combinations of Pokemon and Terra types so it seems like every Pokemon can have any Terra type and it is random so you would have to like I guess either grind for it by catching a bunch of pokemon and hoping that you roll the type you want or they'll have some sort of mechanic like the like the um the nature mints or the like the iv bottle caps to change the terra type of your pokemon if you have that specific item you know yeah that's why yeah um and i believe i don't believe the pokemon needs to know a move of its terra type to transform into it so like for instance uh, I, Swampert doesn't learn any electric type moves, but I still think that it can turn. If if its Terra type if its Terra type is electric, it can transform into that electric type. So yeah, that, that, that's interesting though. Like as far as like moves go, because your stabs. Yeah, but it, I was about to say that opens the possibility to Terra ter, to terrestrialize defensively, right? So if you know changing to a certain type will allow you a greater resistance against one of the threats to your Pokemon, like changing to, like changing one of Swampert's types to something that resists grass, for example, will get rid of its four times weakness to grass. Yeah, like if, uh, like, like, like if, you, if you're fighting against a Meganium and mm -hmm. you need to Terra-type, you Terra-type to fire and you're bailed out immediately. Yeah, exactly. Very, very helpful. Yes, I was about, so that... Gives you a lot more options as far as being a trainer goes, which is really cool. Yes. This is definitely already a lot better than the whole than Dynamax Dynamaxing. Gigantic. Oh my god, it's just so much more like, creative, you know? Like uh, the yeah. possibilities have that's my mind that, racing. Yeah. That, that's what this game lacks because at the end of the day, it's a four it's a four set move turn based RPG. Yeah. This definitely adds more elements to battle, which is something that the game desperately needed. Yeah, it it, it seems really cool. Again, we're not hands on with it, so we could be jumping the gun a little bit, but. Um, like, we don't know if a Pokemon has to hold, like, a certain item in order to terrestrialize, or if any of your Pokemon can just do it naturally. Like Could, a Megastone or something like that? Like from yeah, like a Megastone. Like, if there's, like, a Terra Stone or something that a Pokemon has to hold. I don't think that... My gut says that's not the case. I think it's going to be a lot like the Dynamax, Gigantamax thing, where it has, like, where your trainer has, like, an armband or something. Yeah, I think you out. actually put your Pokemon in a special Pokeball. Because uh, in, the, in the trailer, there was, like, this, like black like translucent pokeball that had the terrestrialized symbol in it and you threw it out and it was a cool like crystal effect it was super sick i like that i hope that doesn't give away the pokemon that's terrestrialized in battle that would give away your competitive yeah i mean some some of the competitive folks have been like you know they don't want competitive to turn into just a guessing game because if there's no they're wondering if there is a way to sort of immediately discern what the Terra type of the Pokemon is before it happens. I would think it's when the animation happens when they throw the Pokemon out. If you see that would be that would be interesting stuff. if there was like a certain type, uh, sort of like flare or flourish to when you send it out. But I think it might only be like you might only use that Pokeball 
when you terrestrialize the Pokemon. So it might not be when you send it out right away. Like when you call it back and throw it back out. Yeah, kind of like a, a Dynamax thing where you call the Pokemon back and the Pokeball changes and then you do it you again. Throw it back out. Okay, so, yeah. again, that's not confirmed. We don't know exactly what that is yet, but, you know, this is just speculation. That's got to be fun for you guys, though. Like, just speculating the hell out of that. Yeah, it, it is interesting because I, again, I am a very much, like, I want all of my Pokemon to just be nuclear bombs. I want them all to be super offensive. So all of mine are just going to be terrestrialized to their own type to just smash into enemy walls with their most powerful attack, which is amazing. Like, I like that. Tyler's just the biggest smile on his face right now. <laughs> just like, again, if I I'm have a Chandelure with, like, overbase 100 special attack, terrestrialize into fire and send off a fire blast, whatever's in front of me is going to be disintegrated. Murder everything, yeah. So. One-hit water types is going to be great. Yeah, and, like, Imagine, like, the setup moves, like, if you set up some Calm Mines or boosting moves and then completely flip on your opponent by doing uh, a terrestrialized move oh that's super God. effective. I'm going to terrestri terrestrialize Mr. Mime and just use Reflect. <laughs> just, just, uh, just, gonna... in, just in your fucking, in your opponent's head, like, oh, what's he going to do? What's he going to do? Reflect. I'm not trying to beat the trainer. I'm trying to beat the player. I'm just going to bore the player to death when they do 12 damage and 20. Yeah, and I do, I don't know, like, this... The fact that it can be used offensively or defensively is just so cool because you don't need to use like a move if you just need that defensive edge by getting rid of a weakness on a very vulnerable Pokemon that you have in a certain situation, you can do that. Uh, I would honestly rather that you can terrestrialize any Pokemon at any time regardless of like held item or anything because I, I don't know. They're limited to an item. Yeah, I, I feel like they're not going to based on what we were shown, uh, but you know, it's just, it's still like a... A, a scenario that i thought i would throw out just in case but yeah no I, yeah for sure but i don't know it <laughs> it's kind of goofy because every pokemon just gets a funny little crystal hat when you when it. you terrestrialize them uh no but i honestly really i honestly really like it I, I think it's really fun it should be yeah that's that's definitely one of the better gimmicks they've added for sure already yeah it's it, it's got me a lot more interested than Gigantamaxing did. Like, at first, at Gigantamaxing, I'm like, whoa, they're big, and then... Even, <laughs> like, Ooh, shiny. Even before the game came out, I was... Like, the hype died down real quick, but now... I don't think it'll be the same with this one. Like, this one has my, you know, my competitive battler mind racing back and forth. Like, okay, what sort of... You know, I'm not nearly as, as experienced as these guys are, so they... Like, they're setting... They're bringing out sets, like, already. Like, they already are putting out, like, hypothetical, like, team matchups and things but and then i'm over here like what would zoroark do like what the hell's up with that you know you're so. over here like i'm just gonna make it electric for my raichu and just use thunderbolt over and i was about to say i'm gonna electric type terrestrialize volt tackle everything in my you're, path you're out here they're out there building sets and you're like i wonder if chandelier gets more candles yeah exactly that that's kind of, that is exactly what happened um i am wondering you know what the shedinja example like are there any type combinations you can make a pokemon that like i don't think there are any type combinations that you can do to get them to have no weaknesses uh there are lev like levitate pokemon are going to benefit from this a lot because well spear tombs in the game and you get ghosts then it's just immediately no weaknesses again well because fairy type exists so if you do can you get rid of its weak can you get rid of its fairy weakness though you can get rid of dark it's dark ghost right so you can get rid of dark you can get rid of dark, dark. Oh, no, uh, but then if, if you make it first and yeah but if you make it ghost ghost it's now weak to it's weak to ghost nah fuck sorry spirit too much right buddy no it's okay I, like they added the fairy type so that there would be no more no weakness pokemon again you have 
You have Electros, of course, uh, with its levitate ability. Let there be OP Pokemon. Right. Um, But yeah, like Electros with levitate can change to, you know, different typings now and still be, like, immune to ground, you know? That's awesome. So... I'm standing on all my. I'm standing on my four legs, and you can't. Yeah, it 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 seems. I don't know. It it seems really cool. Uh, I I am intrigued by it, and I'm excited to see. I don't know, like like competitive Gen Nine looks like it's gonna be fucking crazy. It, so, it looks like it's gonna have way more action, which is nice. So, you know, I'm I'm excited. I'm excited to see what what goes down with that. So I believe that is everything from yeah. the presents. I think we got it all. So yeah, some really interesting stuff. Uh, you know, story-wise, character-wise, uh, gameplay-wise. Obviously, um, they did show off a bit more of the multiplayer as well. Uh, they showed like all four, all four people riding around on their legendaries. <laughs> so that was interesting. I like the Pokedex a lot easier if you can just use this. That might get completing that so much easier. It would, yes. That 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 would probably make it a lot easier, especially if it's like, you know, you can just hop into someone's lobby or something and like chat on like a some sort of chat system. I think that'd be really good. Yeah. But yeah, that is that. That was the Pokemon Presents. Uh, pretty beefy for Scarlet and Violet. Uh, but not much else. But I mean, probably that's... the last big reveal of that game until it comes. Yeah, out. three three months. Uh, and then we have God, it in our possession. Nothing. God, that's nothing. And then, oh Jesus! Then like we got Bayonetta and Splatoon. Xenoblade what? just came out. Xenoblade did just come out. Plenty, plenty left this. Plenty left this year for Nintendo. Oh God, yeah. Well, speaking of. That's, uh, that's our next segment. We have Xenoblade to talk about. I, I wish I could talk about it. I haven't played it yet, but I, I own it, which is nice. I, mm-hmm. I, I'm very, I picked up my pre-order. I mean, everyone just loves this game, I guess. It's just breaking yeah, records, I mean, scoring high. It's it's the <laughs> biggest Xeno launch in Britain. So of course. It's, 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 of course is right. It's dominating. <laughs> uh, I, I'm excited. To get, I'm really excited to get into it. Um, I'll, I'll, re- I'll review it in February when I beat it. Mm-hmm. So look, look forward to that, but yeah, I don't really have much to, to say on it other than it's just it's it's dominating charts. Everyone seems to be liking it. The Xeno, the small but mighty Xenoblade community came out and, and showed their support. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't, I'm not not sure what else to say. Uh, box art's an eight and a half out of ten according to according to Twitter. So. According to Twitter, of course. Yep, a lot a lot step up from three opes and, and Kirby and Forgotten Land, mm-hmm. but. Yeah, I don't have much else to, to add on Xenoblade 3. I'll come back next time with a, with, with some talk on with it. Some first impressions? Some first impressions, but a review will have to wait a little bit because I'm assuming it's going to take me a while to beat this game. Yeah, uh, <laughs> me and uh, Eric. Uh, Eric and I, of uh, Eric from Unlockables Podcast, uh, did a collab about Monster Hunter Sunbreak, and we actually talked about uh, you getting Xenoblade. I'm like, I don't know what the hell he's doing. He has no time to play that game. I don't know how he's going to fit it in. 
Uh, that, I, I I got three hopes, and they were just like, oh, you want to put in a five dollar uh, dep- uh, down payment on Xenoblade Three, and I'm just like, yeah, fuck it, why not? <laughs> uh, completely not seeing the the future of uh, my timing and schedule. Of your time, I, yeah. I, I, yeah, I like Xenoblade One. Um, I can do less with the whole British people screaming at me, but this game seems to be doing more of that. Now there's more of them. The party's bigger, so I can't wait oh, for no. for Entias and no ponds and all types of people just be yelling in my ear. But I mean, when Al- big big friendship game seems to be like yeah. I mean, when Alpharad comes out and tweets like a seemingly no sarcasm tweet, like this game is good, you know that they did something right. Um, yeah, I, I, people people are split on two. People seem to really like one. People seem to really like this game. So I. We'll Another JRPG, baby. Let's knock him down. Year of, year of the JRPG. Yep, year of the JRPG for sure. I, I agree. But uh, we still haven't even finished freaking three hopes. Three hopes. Right yeah, Jesus. I, the, we recorded a collab with uh, Alex from a, a Random Gamers Corner, Alejandro. Uh, that will be coming out, uh, you know, the week after this after uh, this episode is released. And oh boy, all three of us are real tired. Like, that game is, is tiring to get through all three routes, I'm telling you. It, it would be less tiring if it, the endings were rewarding. Yeah, you know what? But they're not. <laughs> yeah, it, I think we talked about this in the collab, so we don't have to, like, you know, talk about it too much here about the Look, peak. There's a little foreshadowing. Yeah, the, the, the peak end effect. Make sure you go watch that episode. Uh, but, yeah. Anyway, moving on to a not JRPG, and oh, actually sure. more in the style of... Uh, of a warrior's sort of uh, pace is we got a tra- we got Bayonetta three news like holy it's, shit it's still it, it's still coming out it's great news yeah we have a release date we have October twenty eighth twenty twenty two is th- this year it's coming out this year <laughs> end of July like, Xenoblade like September, I couldn't believe Splatoon. it September 9th is Splatoon October is Bayonetta November is Pokemon and Good God! And then, uh, and then early spring, spring 2023 is God's gift to Earth. God, so we, God's return to Earth. God's return. He Jesus Christ's return to Earth. So on the di- on the launch day of Breath of the Wild two, the heavens will be ripped asunder, and Jesus. Will I'm gonna come wait. Back. Yep, I'm uh, the, he- the the golden gates are gonna part in front of my ga- in front of my GameStop. I'm just gonna walk in. And- yeah, Jesus is gonna walk out with his sandals on and is like six is like three twenties in his hand and walk up to the register. <laughs> You know what I want. You know what I'm here for. Yeah. He probably doesn't even... He just walks in and just takes and walks out. But anyway. Uh, 100% if I wear that white cloak. Yeah, we got... uh, Christ. We got... Jesus, you shaved. (laughs) Anyway. um, We we got a trailer for Bayonetta. Um, More of the same. Got a little bit more of the story. Some returning characters with new designs. I am not... I never played any of the previous Bayonetta, so I don't know who any of them are. Um, there's a nude there's a nude mod now i guess what'd you say there's like a nude mode did you see this uh, buddy that's the default mode oh brother the new mode is called naive angel mode where it stops that from happening i'm turning that on <laughs> <laughs> you gotta you gotta save your eyes from the until, I get like, until, I get a, until I get a proper door in my room, then <laughs> that's true. That's true. I can't but yeah, walk we, in. We yeah, that's a new mode so. for this new game. Is uh, it's called naive angel mode, where because Bayonetta's whole Bayonetta's whole thing is using her hair to conjure up demons and attacks, and her whole and clothes apparently clothes her clothes are made out of hair. So when she does attacks, 
some of that hair comes off. Uh, and that was yeah. that was true in the first and second games, but now uh, they have added. Keep, they're staying true to the lore, but they're. Yeah, now they have added a uh, <laughs> a PG thirteen mode where. Can you imagine Nintendo publishes this shit. <laughs> they they had they released a statement. They're like us publishing for, on Nintendo Switch did not have any uh, bearing on our decision to do this. Uh, we have wanted to do this from day one. This is the first meeting. Yeah. So. That 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 put up quite a stir on Twitter for a little bit, so it was fun I'm to see. I'm for this game. I really am. It looks really fucking cool. Like the combos look sick. It it looks awesome. I love all the character designs. I am really excited to get into it. Yeah, I I, I don't remember the trailer came out a little bit ago at this point, so I don't remember everything. But they're they're pumping this game on socials. Uh, people seem to be really like enjoying the enjoying uh, what they've seen so far. Bayonetta one and two are pretty highly acclaimed. If I'm remembering correctly mm-hmm. um there's a banana funko pop i just learned yesterday <laughs> so uh might have picked that up depending on how much i like this one but uh-huh. yeah bayo 3 is definitely looking like a oh God, in a year in a long line of must-haves for this year yeah like holy um, crap looking, back looking like a looking like another investment if we can get it done oh boy after, yeah after tyler and i tear up the Turf Wars. Tear up the it's Turf Wars, yeah, but... Yeah, we're gonna go beat some demon ass on uh, Bayonetta. Back to our FPS days. Oh, dude, I'm, I'm... I'm excited for Splatoon. I'm not gonna lie. I've never played Splatoon before. I was I about to say, this is your first foray. I haven't played a shooter in... I don't even know how long, but... I'm ready. I'm ready I don't for, know. I'm ready for I mean, Splat. Have you, you've seen some gameplay. What... You think a certain playstyle, certain weapon is speaking to you? Oh, bow and arrow. I'm the bow and arrow... <laughs> Yeah, we're we gonna be the bow boys. We're gonna go out there and we're gonna be the bow duo. <laughs> that's right. I'm gonna, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna camp in the back corners. Launch. It seems to have like it seems to have like a spray thing when on impact, which is helpful. Had I mean, to. bows are just so cool. Like, oh yeah, if you can pull off a bow successfully, you're you're a king. Like you're just. I was about to say you're just the best. Just, like you get a exactly. bow kill, it's like I could go pro. I could go yeah, pro. I am the greatest. <laughs> I am the, the greatest, greatest one alive. I I am I am the only one who could do this. Yeah, I mean, I just picked a. Uh, Back when I tortured myself by playing Apex Legends every day, I loved the bow because it was so you know unique and fun to use. And so you can get on IG clips. So I can get on. I I got that one moment of fame on my on that one Apex Legends. It's all it takes, man. It's uh, all po- takes. On that one podcast, Apex Legends podcast Instagram. All right. So between the three, Splatoon, Bayo, and Pokemon, which one are you looking forward to the most? As far as what I think is definitely going to be the highest quality, it's probably Splatoon. Like, I. That's probably the safest bet. Like, Splatoon is definitely the safe bet. Like, that is pretty much guaranteed in my mind to be be high quality. And it's got single player, it's got multiplayer, and, like, both are great. So I have no doubt that Splatoon is going to, like, exceed my expectations. Pokemon, you know, always a little shaky due to their track record. And Bayo, I just have no experience with, so I really am not sure. But luckily, Splatoon comes first. Yeah, so, sure. We'll get, we get to knock out your easy one right out of the way. Yeah, right. So uh, I'm excited for all three. My wallet is not. Uh, no, I'm but, not either. That's a it's fucking like $108 right there. But I mean, we have this whole month of uh, August to get through before we oh, thank God. before yeah, we get to Splatten. Yeah, nothing major in August. It looks like, which is a sigh of relief. Yeah, I mean, we're going to have I was about the first title update for Monster Hunter Rise Sunbreak is coming out this month, so that's going to add some new monsters. Uh, I don't know when this episode will come out in relation to 
the collab episode I did with Eric. It'll uh, come out before that. Okay, so look forward to that. I won't talk too much about Sunbreak because we talked a lot about it on his, but uh, I did say I want to talk about it briefly. So Go for it. Uh, yeah, since I guess I never really did a proper review of it. Uh, yeah, but we've, I- been, um, we've been away for a little bit. Yeah, uh, we were already kind of slacking on our weekly on our weekly uh, plan because of you know life stuff, but that's okay. Uh, but yeah, so I'll give I wanted to give some quick thoughts about Sunbreak to at least say it on our own pod. Uh, but I mean, needless to say, Sunbreak has been literally like a drug that has been injected into me <laughs> ever since I've gotten it. Like it has been so good like better than i could have imagined but it's really it's it's just more monster hunter because that's all you need it to be like it's just more of the same and they're just dialing up the they're just dialing up the difficulty dialing up the spectacle to 11 uh and it's it's just been great i've been having a fun time playing with uh with morgan uh of the intergalactic pine cone uh he (laughs) yeah we i i've hopped on his streams i've helped him with some hunts he's introduced me to uh, some other hunter monster hunter streamers that I've also hopped in with a little bit. Uh, I have, of course, my longtime best friend who is also a hunter. We both started at the same time. He and I have been playing through it together. Um, it's just been a, fa- a fantastic time, and you know the the reasons that I love this uh, I love this series, even though I'm so new to it. Uh, we go into that very much on uh, the Unlockables collab episode. So the origins of Samson the Hunt. Yeah, it's not a long story, but uh, just sort of talking. About, I feel like I felt like I was on, pretty on point that episode. I was able to articulate my feelings on why why I love the game and what I think it's special about it. It's simultaneously undescribable the feeling that you get when you're like in that flow state of that game in particular in that zone but i feel like i was able to give uh a sufficient feeling to it so uh, i won't take away the the thunder of eric's episode i'll leave you guys to see for yourself when you go watch that uh, episode because you will watch it uh because it's great (laughs) and uh yeah sunbreak has just been amazing and uh the they're going to support this they're going to support it into like 2023 so i i am going to be going back to that game in between all these other releases as well so uh jeez that's a it's a long time it's like smash dlc um this game has become my most played game of all time monster hunter rise uh i am i am nearing what'd you say Did did it beat out shield uh yes it did uh, I am nearing 400 hours on Rise. You're only like halfway to me in three houses. Yeah, I know. I was about to say, like, compared to you, the pro gamer of this podcast, obviously, I'm nowhere near your tr- level. It's just not true. <laughs> but not, I'm, yeah, me and my 20 golden near runs. <laughs> I think I'm at I'm at 387 hours on uh, on Rise God, currently. That's fucking so much i, I might have 400 on breath of the wild too i might have a thousand hours synced into two games that sounds so like me that that is pretty crazy i think i had like 250 on world the previous monster Hunter game i had 350 on uh shield mostly because of the club that i'm in uh, but yeah rise has just been like monster hunter on the switch is something that i thought was like it's weird to think that I, I never thought it would happen only a few short years ago, uh, and now it's just 
I am just ingrained fully into this fucking game. I am. I am Monster Hunter. I I am Monster Hunter Eyes Sunbreak. Uh, I changed my dick. I made. I didn't. I cannot talk. I changed my go. Discord. <laughs> uh, uh, status to uh, breaking the oh. sun. Uh, just fuck you. Someone has to do it all the time. Yeah, someone's got to. Someone's got to. You know, someone's gotta, yeah, someone's bring about the heat death it. of the universe. Uh, 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 so next time we do a top fifteen, this one's definitely gonna be in the top five. It, it's it's definitely gonna be up there. I think it was already in. I think I, I don't know. I don't remember if I looped it in because I did the cop out thing where I kind of like grouped some games together. I don't know if I grouped that in with world top fifteen. Then in parentheses is like twenty one. Yeah, right, exactly. <laughs> Uh, next time we do that, I, I promise I will have hard, you know, it'll be, we'll be professional. We, we're in season oh, four, goddammit. Oh, if, if, if this game's not in the top three, I'll be shocked. Yeah, it, things have definitely changed since the last time we did. I mean, you you guys know how we are very bad at ranking video games. Terrible. But, uh, yeah, that, that's my brief take on, that's my brief thing on Sunbreak. Uh, I absolutely recommend it to everybody who is interested, uh, I know I've been pestering Colby to get it for years, uh, and it's not everyone's thing, but I promise it it is just say so it. Just, just, good. Just, I know you want to say it. Just say it. No, no, I've 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 given up on you. You're not getting the game. I know you're not. Say the line. Just say the line. I know you want to say the line. I I don't think I want to give you the pleasure of, of of me saying it. It's not for me, damn it. It's for the people listening. Well, why don't you say it then? According to Tyler and many other sources everyone's a fan of monster hunter they just don't know it yet i'm glad you remembered that very good <laughs> um, <laughs> no but seriously monster hunter is a good game go go play it if you it, trust me you <laughs> i say a lot to say this it's a good game yeah i say I'll, i say everything i've said over the past like 13 minutes to say it's a good game uh play it and uh join me on uh, if you want me to help with your hunts uh you know i i am more than i am free on weekdays from um five to late uh you know you can always hit me up on the on the social medias down in the description below for business inquiries i can definitely help you on your hunts awesome well, great now tyler's got business business is open i was gonna say business is open i'll add it to my twitter bio later i just remembered uh we didn't talk about it on the show we can close with this um i i beat kirby Yes, you did. Yes, you did. That was a wild ending. Yeah, right? I, I mean, it's a Kirby ending. They're only getting more eldritch and horrifying. Yeah, that was that was crazy. Uh, fighting, uh, I forget the lion's name. Uh, there's a lot of post-game, so I didn't do post-game because I beat it right before. Uh, Leon, in- Leon Gar is the lion's name. Something like name. that, yeah. yeah. And then the, the, the life force of uh, Elfly, I guess? I yeah, uh, like Elphilus... Like something Elphilus. We, we, we ran a truck into her, which was sick. Yep, that was an interesting <laughs> attack to use to finish that off was, the final boss. That was boss. awesome. We should have just led with that. but Yeah, I was about um, to say, use your strongest attack first. Yeah. Uh, Kirby, it's a really good game. I, I really like Kirby to Forgotten Land. Uh, I'll, I'm not sure if I'll ever play it again, just because it, I, I played it in between Golden Wildfire and Azure. I didn't have a lot left, so I played it in between. I basically I, spe- I, I did a speed run. I didn't do any of the treasure roads, and I mm-hmm. didn't complete all. Some of the poor waddles are still trapped in the levels, yeah. but uh, it, I got enough done to get the scope of it. Yeah, it. We should probably have like a whole segment about this later, but like, it's getting really hard to revisit old games because there's always something new coming out that's holding our attention. You know, we're a fan of so many series now that. Yeah, I'm shocked I even made my way back to Kirby and Friendly, to be honest. 
yeah, like it's it's getting really hard. Like I want, I really desperately want to revisit um, Trials of Mana, the remake that they put on Switch, because I love that game. And you know, my my whole horror story with losing my sixty-hour save file like an idiot and wanting to just reclaim my position of, in that game uh, has been put on hold because just so like games just keep coming out, and you know, you, you want to play what's new. You don't want to get caught behind the curve especially if it's like a multiplayer or like collaborative game like monster hunter splatoon so yeah you just kind of got to keep going so you know those are games that get updated all the time so yeah yeah so and you can and you always can stay in it so you have no reason to sort of like finish it and then go back uh so it's i feel like that's something we we could talk about with like a collab i feel like that's a yeah yeah we can bookmark that i feel like that's a pretty that's a very real feeling that a lot of people experience but uh that's for that's for another time because we can make that's another episode about uh, out of that. A hundred percent. But uh, all right, Colby, you're probably actually shriveling up. Uh, your legs are probably actually like a third of their size that they used to be. So I'm why gonna don't step out of this? I'm gonna step out when we're done. I'm gonna be five nine. Yeah, you're gonna be put on crutches after you get out of there. Your legs are gonna lose all feeling. It's like when astronauts yeah, like, come back from space and like they're they have to get used to the gravity bone, again. They lose all their bone density. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's gonna be me. I'm gonna step out of this and be five nine one forty. Well, why don't you start the journey to recovery? Why by closing out this episode? <laughs> All right. Well, apologies for the not week to week thing. Um, you know, we didn't. Season four is a little loosey goosey as far as scheduling goes, but we will get the episodes out as promised. The Golden Wildfire review is already done. That's what you will hear next. As far as recording goes, it's already done. It's still in the editing process, but anyway, thank you so much, everyone, for for, for tuning in and listening. Uh, it means a lot. Hope you appreciate the higher produced quality content. Um, we've already had some kind words sent our way about that, which we really appreciate, and we look forward to doing more episodes and bigger and better things in the future. Um, yeah, go listen to the collab next week of Tyler and Eric on the Unlockables podcast. I'm I'm sure Tyler fucking crushed it. Uh, represented the show very well, so. Go, go listen to that. Go listen to all of our uh, podcast buddies and friends. You'll find them on Twitter, or we can link them down below. But, yeah, as always, thank you so much for your support. It means a lot. Thank you for all the support on the uh, Scarlet Blaze review. That got pretty good numbers, and the reception seemed to be pretty well. So looking forward to doing more stuff like that in the future. Yeah, when I when I heard some, like when you went on a collab, and then when I uh, heard some of people saying, like, oh, yeah, I listened to your scarlet blaze review i'm like you listened to all that that was two and a half hours that's why we didn't release an episode for three weeks we had to give them time to digest that's true that's true so maybe blessing in disguise but uh yeah i'll just parrot what colby said thank you guys so much for listening uh, especially if you're listening all the way through uh you know you're a secret audience and uh we we thank you very much for you know sticking with us through uh the whole of the episode and uh, yeah, feel uh, the best thing you can do to support us uh, is to leave a rating and review on whatever uh, podcasting platform uh, allows for that that you're listening to it on. Uh, preferably Apple Podcasts. That's our that's probably the most streamlined that we found. That's our preferred yeah. one that we look for. Uh, best way to give direct feedback on what uh, you want the show to cover next, what things uh, like ideas, suggestions on how to do better. You know, we always love hearing from you guys and seeing your feedback really, you know, lights a fire under us and gets us more motivated as we see people are listening. So, uh, yeah, and of, of course, you're always free to um, inter- interrupt, interact uh, with us on on our socials that we'll link down below. Too. There's not much going on. I mean, I guess it's sort of a synonym in the Twitter space. Um, oh, yeah. But, 
uh yeah those will be linked down below always happy to have conversations with uh, anyone and we have we have some fun shenanigans uh with our other podcasting buddies on there so uh, be sure to give us a look but yeah um thank you guys so much for for listening one more time and we'll see you all hopefully next week have a good one man